to the Think Different Podcast. That's right, it's another episode, episode 9 to 4. We are here, as always, every single other Friday, because I am busy because I have a kid now. And what's really great is that you can also catch us on our YouTube channel. Think Different Podcast is the name. you got to look up to find our channel. But, of course, our popular numbers and pages videos. If you search Apple Pages or Apple Numbers, guess what? You will see our podcast up there discussing it with very high positive feedback. I am Will TLD, the former specialist creative genius, but of course, along with me is the former specialist, the former creative, the book publisher, Jurassic Park owner, the keto trot drummer himself, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Fuck's with us every week. Hey, how you doing, Will? What's going on? I just gave you, well, as we had just discussed before the podcast, I've had very little bit of sleep. We're recording on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday because I got life things happening. Heck, I won Lip Biscuit ticket concerts. You know you Lip did. Biscuit? Yes. Yeah. You did? Yes. Wow. Be- yeah, because they said, you know what? We need a, we need a celebrity at the show because <laughs> like, like, that band cannot sell it by itself. We needed the Zevia man himself, TLD, to be there. Not sponsored, of course, but absolutely will be at that concert. Uh, in Asbury Park at the Stone Pony. Uh, they're, they're playing the Stone Pony? The Stone Pony, the weather's supposed to be nice out. I will be away from the mosh pit because I don't want people to hurt my wife. We don't need that to uh. happen. And I'm leaving Luca with the grandparents, so I don't have to worry about that little shit. And it's all time to talk about what we're here today to talk about. And that is our top 10 troubleshooting tips about the iPhone. But before we do that, there are just two things I wanted to talk about prior to that. Number one has to do with the Apple Store. A very genius idea, I would say, that Apple is now going to be using the portless MagSafe design in a docking system in the stores. There's a picture yeah. on 9to5Mac, or if you check out your store right now, usually they were on these like little plastic stands that would charge the phone yep. on, the, on the bottom. But now because they have the MagSafe, what a great way to showcase the technology that's in these devices. So I thought this was a genius idea. It looks so clean uh, of the design. Uh, it, I think this is a great change uh, for the store, and it looks real good. It does. It really it's a nice, clean look um, that you know, gives the effect that they're just floating there. You know, yep. Uh, very nice. Less wire. It's less wires. If you look at the, the uniqueness of the station, they have one wire coming through before they would have like multiple wires that we'd have to wrap up all the time yep. Uh, yep. because it was, they were hooked up on the bottom of the charging port and the security tab on the back. Now yes. it's just on a MagSafe and it's just attached to the one core. It looks super clean. Uh, it's, I don't think it's at every store yet, but I'm sure it will be at every store. Uh, I thought this was a great idea. Really, really awesome idea. I surprised yeah. it took this long for it to come out. I honestly thought this would be out when it was announced yeah i well hey you know um they may may have had some issues i don't know um you know I don't the, think the issues but i just think it's that someone at, you know apple retail didn't think oh let's put the let's charge we don't longer have to use the docking stations anymore we can just put them on the MagSafe magnets yeah. so genius idea that's what i thought so that's uh one thing you might see at your apple store uh, but also, Apple has officially become the most profitable company in the world with a market cap of $2.4 trillion. And I know yeah. Frank loves money because Frank got a lot of it. We all love money. You know? We all love yeah, money. Yeah, absolutely. Man. So 
in the last quarter, they had $21 billion for the last three months on $8 billion of sales. That's a 25% profit margin, which is <laughs> just outstanding. Now, the neat thing about this is that in the Fox Business um, article or video, the one fellow mentioned that a large portion of this comes from services. And he's anticipating that the Apple services will drive almost 50% of their revenue in the future, um, which is even going to make the profit margins even higher. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said there. Um, stock, they're giving it uh, as a buy to still mm -hmm. buy Apple stock. I know it's kind of fluctuating up and down. It hasn't been above 147, maybe a little bit above, but not a lot. But they're they're projecting um, that it'll hit 170. So if you That's have great. Apple stock, buy more. If you don't have Apple stock, buy a whole. What bunch. are you waiting for? Yep. Yeah. So um, they're saying. You know that, what's it? I was gonna go say ahead. one thing before you're continuing. You know what's interesting too is that Apple, specifically iPhone. You notice how it's slowed down big time with, like, you don't buy a phone every year anymore, every two right. years. Some people right. hold on for three years, four years. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a prime example. I didn't buy the phone last year. Think of, like, how Apple needs to make the money because they're not selling as many phones as they did. Well, Apple Services, what you brought up, is its own Fortune 500 company by itself. Yeah. Because even though you're not buying a new phone, the longer you have a phone, the more storage you're going to need in iCloud. So the reality is that you are going to keep buying the services of, of your uh, favorite Apple product, and they're going to make the money somehow, some way. Well, the, the, one, the woman in the video said that, <clears throat> made the comment that... a Fox that, News video, by the way. Fox Business, by the way, if you right. want to look this up. Um, she mentioned that Apple keeps raising their prices, and I, I kind of I disagree yeah, I with that. I, I, I didn't I disagree with that, that, too. Because no, I, agree. Mo I mean, they may raise them by a minor amount. They haven't raised like they. Have, I don't think they've raised a lot. Maybe, maybe like the default phone used to be maybe like cheaper in price, uh, but they're still selling the older version. And they're discounting them, so yeah. it's not like you know. Right now, you have an iPhone out there you could buy for four hundred dollars. Yeah. I just bought a damn flip phone for my father-in-law. <laughs> That cost me two hundred and seventy dollars. Well, that must have it's you. got it's got the toughness <laughs> in it, but it's a flip phone. And think about it, because I know Apple people, I would have got fifteen percent off. So you're thinking like a sixty to seventy dollar difference between a smartphone and the little flippy phone. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, so that's the one thing in the article that I I didn't quite agree with because typically they try to keep the price the same, and they add new features. So you're actually getting more for about the same money. Um, and that's been their whole model, whether it's been on the computers, the phones, the iPads, the iPods. Um, that's always been the case. Um, mm -hmm. so, so I wasn't quite sure what she meant by that uh, or what, what specific product she was talking about. But, um, you know, be that as it may. Uh, Be that as it may. 
the they're also making some headway into enterprises because they mentioned that one of the one or two of the top airlines um, completely upgraded to the iPad Pros, um, and so so that's a big inroad. Um, so it's becoming Apple products are becoming more important in the enterprises as well as consumer. So. Well said. Well said, sir. Well, let's talk about what we were, uh, the main subject we were talking about today. And that is actually troubleshooting your iPhone. Now, coming from guys that worked at Apple Retail, we saw a lot of phones. We had a lot of questions. And we have a lot of solutions. And a lot of times, you people think you're so smarter than everything else that you don't even think about these things. Well, we have a couple of tips, tricks, but also uh, things that you want to do before you just walk into your local Apple store and annoy us because you <laughs> think your problem is more important than anything else. No, it is not. Trust me. Oh, uh, it is. Unless it your is. phone it is unless is. your phone is dead, then I, or it's cracked and you can't use it. Beyond that, you know, unless it's a signal problem. You know, you're kind of like, you don't need to go to the store. So let's talk about a couple of things. So I'm going to start off with my tip, uh, my first tip, and then Frank's going to give his tip. We'll go back and forth. We have 10 total, five from each one of us. So the first thing that I dealt with on a daily basis is charging. Because people come in for two reasons when it comes to charging. One, their wire sucks and it's damaged and frayed. Or two, there's something in the port that's blocking it. That one's a very popular one. So check your port. A lot of times when you try to put your actual wire into your actual hole, if you notice it doesn't go all the way in or you're getting intermittent charging, likely you have something in your port that you have to remove. So if you have a pair of tweezers, uh, I would recommend using that to pick through there. Now, I would do this while the phone's off to be safe, but honestly, you can't really electrify yourself from, from that port anyway. So you just scrape it out and see if you have the room. Now, if also you plugged it in and it's not working, likely your wire is shit and you need to get that thing changed. Make now, sure you, make sure you, you don't don't buy those uh, charging cables from five below because that's yep, what you're so going to get. Was a great tip, Frank, because we get those all the time. So one of the things on Apple wires, there is a specific saying on the wire that tells them that it's an apple wire it'll say designed by apple on it and that's the only way you know it's a true apple wire at least that the apple store will support if there's any other wire that you bring in there they will not support that change i have had many people come to the store with a bad wire right away i could tell the difference between a apple wire and a bad and a third-party wire do not bring your third-party wires to the store we will not swap them yep uh, one other way, uh, I've had some luck with people who uh, sometimes with the earphones, when they plug them in, um, like you said, the port will get clogged or have something in it. Um, I would often try a thin magnetized needle type thing, because sometimes you can pick up metal fragments in there that's that are um, interrupting the current. So if you do that, and again, make sure it's off and then you might be able to pick up some fragments of metal or something in there uh, and then try it and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so when it comes to charging, I think the best tips that we have regarding that is 
check your wire, make sure it's not frayed anywhere. Also, if you have AppleCare on it, get them swapped out. You can actually bring multiple wires to the store to get swapped out. If you have like little cracks or anything, yep. I would strongly recommend bring them all at the same time and get them all swapped out with a phone that already has the AppleCare on it. Oh, wait a minute. Or I got one more. With those oh, right. cables, with those cables, do not wrap them around your fingers because when the way you continually do that, you're going to get a weak end. What you want to do is grab, do you have a cable there? I will show a cable. Yep. I know exactly what you're going to tell me to do. So let me see if I'm right. So you're going to take the cable. If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see it. But basically the cable is not wrapped. I actually wrap it around my hand. Now you see the, the end is not wrapped. Now what I like to do also is I like to do a little twist like this and then sleep the wire through and it looks like that. Yeah. So that's the way I do my wires. And don't, don't, uh, don't do anything with the ends. Now, the way I used to like to do them, especially in the store, and I showed people, I would take the two ends, mm -hmm. and you see that? Like that, put them yep. together, like that, mm -hmm. like this, do it again, like that, and then just tuck it underneath and bring it around. And so that way you have the ends, well, I mean, I screwed it up. Sorry. <laughs> Look at that. You got the idea, Frank. There you go. Now, and then just twist that around like that. Mm-hmm. And you see, right. you got that. Yep. And the and your, these ends are always, will always remain straight. Mm -hmm. And that's an easy way to carry them. Yep. That's a good advice. What do you now? Let's go with one of you, one of the ones you suggested, okay. Frank. Now, I went not so much with troubleshooting, but I went with tips, things that I find useful that um, not necessarily a lot of people you uh, make use of. And the first one was I like to use Siri to open apps and to make calls. Now, this requires you to spend some time to learn the syntax that Surrey is accustomed to. In other words, you just can't say open uh, numbers. You have to say Surrey, hey Surrey, open numbers. And it will open the numbers app or the pages app or Keynote or whatever app you want to access. And it's really quick and easy. It'll take you right into it. You don't have to tap anything. Um, you can also make calls like i could say hey siri call will tld's mobile and it will dial will's mobile whether you're in your and the other my other pet peeve is i hate it when i see people in new cars with the phone up to their ear like mm -hmm. really you're paying 40 to fifty thousand dollars for a car that has bluetooth and you're not utilizing yeah. it yeah you're, you're crazy um that that really bugs the hell out of me when you could make all the calls you want hands-free um, so i would strongly urge all listeners to put in the effort to learn the syntax for surrey and learn how to especially when you're in your automobile and now with the newer ones you can even say read me the text yep. and it will read you the text and you can respond vocally to the text yep. So there's no reason to text while you're driving. Yeah, but anyway, 
Yeah, and on top of it, put as much information on your profile as you can about Siri because that's how it knows things. Like, I'll tell yes. Siri, I'll tell, hey, uh, directions home. I don't have to even say the whole address, you know, yeah, it's because no, it knows where just, I live. Yes. Yeah. You know, so in, it put, in your profile, you want to put as much information as you can so Siri can better yes. understand you. You have to add yourself as a contact. Put in yes. your first name, your last name, your... Everything. Anything, Everything that, any field that you can fill out. Like your work address, your your home number, if you still have one. Like right. I even put like the people that are related to me. So I have like the, my spouse, my mom, my dad. And that's actually a way because another good tip to, to throw on top of that is in my phone, my parents' names are, are the full name, are, are their full names. Because if I ever had to share a contact, I'm going to, it would say the word mom on it. No, it doesn't make right. any sense to another exactly. person. However, if you put their name down and then you tell Siri or you can tell Siri to do this or you can go into your profile and make them a related person and you will actually allow them to be. So if you say, hey, call my mom, it'll know to call Diane, yes. you know, without me actually yep. having her contact say mom in it. So that's a great advice on that yeah. one. This is probably the. E yeah, OK. I was just going to say also in the contacts. You put in birthdays and they'll automatically go into yeah. your calendar. And and if you put the year of their birth, it'll tell you how old the person is. Um, yep. So, I mean, just very, very useful stuff. And speaking of birthdays, you know who had a birthday? Who? Me. Yeah, well, you didn't invite me to your birthday. Uh, you know, what do you want to come to an old people's birthday? I turned 70, Will. 70. Can you imagine that? What were you doing 70 years ago? 70 years ago? My parents were even born 70 years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know, 70, man. You, man. You tell me, you could tell me everything you want to tell me about World War One because I wasn't <laughs> around for that, all right? So, you tell me all the difficult times and your Great Depression times. Yeah. You know, you kicked, you kicked out of that. Well, they were fun times. They were fun times. Yeah, yeah, on the streets, man. Trying that's to that's, find that's something when to people eat. needed people, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, right now, you don't want to be around any people right now. Uh, but going off to our next troubleshooting tip, this is a real simple one, and I'm gonna, I can't really say it any other way. Turn off your damn phone. That's right. Believe it or not, if you turn off your phone, you can fix a lot of problems. And this is the same with computers. <laughs> there is a, what you're doing is you're cleaning the system out, you know, and that's the idea of turning off your phone. And that's why I, I like to think of it as, Pretending that you're sleeping at night, you are recharging yourself at night. Right. This exactly. is what doing, uh, this is exactly what turning your phone off does. It can help increase your speed of your phone. It can help uh, perform better. Believe it or not, on Apple has a way to know when the last time your phone was turned off. They will find out in the diagnostic and be like, yo, you haven't turned your phone off in 28 days. Well, you don't think that might be a problem? Yeah. So even a simplest problem, turning off your phone and turning it back on might fix it. Yep, that, that's true. In fact, my grandson uh, last week said, hey, uh, he's getting a message that uh, had a bad SIM. And I was ah. like, bad SIM? I said, turn your phone off, let it sit for a minute, and turn it back on. So he didn't believe me. So he Googled it. And what do you think I told him? Number one thing to turn do. It off. Yeah, turn yeah, turn, turn the phone off, let it sit, turn it back on. And, mm -hmm. and then if the, if the problem came up again, then there were other things to do, but fixed it. There you go. There you, there you go. So, okay, what's number two? I don't know. Your, it's your tip. Oh, 
No, no, you. Oh, turned off your iPhone. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's mine. A, that's a tip. I don't know if you noticed. All right, here, here's mine. Um. <clears throat> I this is have the old people. my ringtone. Actually, I have my ringer off on my phone, and I have turned on the iPhone alert flashing light. So when I get a call, the flashlight the, will the light, the flashlight will blink. Now, you can I have this just for phone calls, but you can set it up for any kind of alerts. Mm -hmm. If you have apps send you alerts, you can do it with that. And I much prefer this because when I go into some place where you want to turn your phone off, how many people forget to silence mm -hmm. their phones? Well, the majority of the time I have my phone off all the time. So I don't have to worry about that. If I get a call, it'll flash. Now, some people say, well, if you're in a the movie theater, well, I say, well, you know, when the last time I was in a movie theater, Gone with the Wind was a hit, you know? So, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about about that yeah that's but, when you were 20. yeah so that's my second um most favorite tip is to use wife, the flashlight my wife does use that the flashing light absolutely she uses that tip that's great uh, number one reason that's great for people who can't hear oh uh, yes that is mm -hmm. that is the number one reason why that is useful for a lot of people uh yep. for that flashing light problem and now, for and me oh good i was just gonna say for um Apple is really the number one phone for any sort Accessibility. of yep. um, extra services for people that are visually impaired, hearing impaired. Um, they have a whole host of accessibility features that if you're interested in that, let us know. We'd maybe do a segment on that uh, because it, it's, it's a very big area that you can get into a lot of things with. Yep. Agreed. Another uh, tip, my tip number three is with iCloud over iTunes backups. Now, the oh, biggest yeah. problem when it comes to iTunes uh, backups is the last time you tell me you sunk your phone to your computer. Yeah. When was the last time, Frank, you could even recall you doing that? Oh. Uh, okay, we'll stop there. That, so that, 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 we'll it, we'll yeah, stop right there. So the point is that iCloud, even though you're paying a monthly subscription for that, you need to back up your phone. In fact, your phone tells you that you haven't been backing up. You know, yeah. So it's important that you follow that tip because if the day comes, you have a cracked screen, right? And you, maybe iCloud, you can't, you can't use iCloud. Well, there is an option and that's iTunes. However, if you have not plugged your phone in to your computer for the first time and trusted the device, you can't do anything. Yes. Now, so I will say, you should plug your phone into your computer just to trust it. That way, if the problem in the future happens that your phone is done, or your screen's black, or something serious is wrong, but it, the computer still recognizes it, then at least iTunes would be a last resort. But as far as an actual backup, iCloud's a way to go. Not to mention, a lot of files get backed up in iCloud that don't get backed up in iTunes. A lot of apps store information in iCloud uh, for their data instead of using the app itself. So it's very yeah. important 
that there is some differences between iTunes and iCloud backups, and I'm always going to recommend a backup yeah. that happens all the time, whether to a backup that will maybe work. But I will say as a caveat to that, at least plug your iPhone into your computer one time. Well, uh, I would um, I would second that. I, I'm a big proponent of iCloud. Um, and not only does it do the backups, but if you use your iCloud drive, you, you save all your, that would allow you to potentially buy a machine with a lower capacity SSD card um, and save you a few bucks and store everything in the cloud. And it's accessible from all of your Apple apps, uh, your Apple devices, I should say, from the cloud. And, and it's very, very convenient. You're only always dealing with the one version of your file. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's important. So number three is to activate night shift on your phone. Now, night shift is really cool. Originally, how this came about was they did a study and they found that a lot of people were having trouble sleeping uh, when they were using an iPhone. And the iPhone gives off this, I'll say, a blue U um, during in its original color configuration. And what they found that at night, this is very, very bright and kind of throws the brain off a little bit and, and you can't get a very restful sleep. So what they came up with was is a night shift. And what the night shift does, it puts an amber tint to the screen and brings the brightness of the screen down. This is, I, I like it a lot. Um, it takes a little bit of time to get used to, but you can even, I have mine set on a schedule. So at seven o'clock at night, maybe eight o'clock, mm -hmm. I have it automatically set for this to go on and at seven o'clock in the morning it goes back to the original setting um, i find this very useful it's very soothing because i like to read a lot at night and it's a, it's a much softer color so i would highly recommend this um, to activate the night shift on your phone yeah, you can find that under display and brightness, and I, I have that on mine. Uh, mine's from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., mm -hmm. so I like to have that on, like, right, again, same idea. Uh, so I enjoy that feature a lot. use it every day. Uh, another feature that I think is important is your photos. Now, there are two ways that your photos are stored. Now, this is really more related to iCloud, because if you have iCloud, this feature is only on for you. You have a feature called Optimize iPhone Storage and Download and Keep Originals. So if you are in your iCloud settings and you go to the Photos section, there are two options that you choose with iCloud Photos, uh, which means that you're storing all your photos on iCloud. You have Optimize iPhone Storage and Download and Keep Originals. Now, I could tell you, I had, I personally was an advocate for Download and Keep Originals because then you're not relying on what that basically does is every shot you take or everything you put in your uh, library comes automatically downloaded to your device. Now, the benefit of that, well, then you don't have to wait for an internet connection to actually show you what it is that you're looking at. Like, so especially if you're going to be watching a video and you're out and about, you're not in your home via Wi-Fi, that could take some time for you to watch. 
But, you know, and that's why I like download and keep originals. However, if you have a really big library like I do, like Frank, how many photos do you think are in my library? In your library? I would say you have that's close right. to 10, 15,000. Okay, and, and gigabytes wise, what do you think oh, that is? I, I, now remember, I am a videographer, so let's remember yeah. that. Gig gigabytes? Yep. Maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. Okay, hundred gigs. I have four hundred and seventy gigs yeah. of photos in my iCloud right now. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. So, that's and why is videos. that? Because that's a lot of videos. Now, I do take a lot of video because I am a wedding videographer, and I do use a lot of footage from that. Now, eventually, they do go away. I don't keep them in my phone of other clients. But this is a prime example where I my phone is a 520 gig phone. There's no way I could fit all that on there. So I had no choice but to go to optimize. As much as I don't like using that feature, I'm hoping that it'll. My issue with the one thing I don't like about that is when I need to take stuff and move it to my computer pretty quickly, it takes a lot longer to do. So optimized storage is not my go-to. I really do wish I had a bigger iPhone that I could store it all and download it, but the reality is I don't. And I feel like if you can do download and keep original is great, but if your phone is saying you're running out of storage or you notice it's slow, the number one thing you want to do is turn on the photos for optimized iPhone storage. You'll get you'll get so much room back. Yeah. Yep. Your next tip is actually a very good one. Now, yes, my next one is to share the Wi-Fi password from your iPhone automatically. Now, this I is I find this to be a very cool feature. You can set up your device where if somebody new comes into your Wi-Fi area, um, you have a party, a guest comes over, um, and they want to connect to your Wi-Fi. You tell them your Wi-Fi, your network name. They click on it. It'll pop up on your device once you set this. It'll it'll say, do you want to share your password? You just hit yes, we're done, and boom. And they don't. You don't have to type out the password. You don't have to tell them the password. Nothing. Right. It'll just connect for them. Very very. Now I think the rule feature. is that these people have you have to be a contact in their phone for this to yes. work. Mm -hmm. So please make sure that that is a little thing that if you want that feature to work, they have to be a contact in your phone. Whether it's I think it's the email or the phone number. Um, I'm not. I'm pretty confident they just have to be a contact. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, so here's a perfect example. So sign into iCloud with your Apple ID, so you have to have iCloud. Then make sure that the email address you use for the Apple ID is saved in the other person's contacts. So it's actually the email address. So you have to. Be, so that's a caveat there. So you will need to make sure your Bluetooth and Wi-Fi are on. Uh, you need to turn your hotspot off, and you need to be signed into iCloud with the user having your Apple ID in their device. Yeah, and all you have to do is what that really means is in their contacts, you have to have your, the email address you're using as your Apple ID, they have to have that as an email address on their, under your contact on their phone. Right. It's pretty straightforward. Exactly. Uh, one of my other, my last feature that I like on here is the reset all settings. Now reset all settings is gonna reset anything you basically customized and your phone goes away. So if you feel like something's not working right, let's say 
let's say night mode doesn't turn on when it's supposed to. And you turn off your phone, turn it back on. That doesn't work. Well, resetting all your settings doesn't wipe out any data. It just wipes out anything you customized. And, and anything customized, that includes your home screen. And that includes, uh, you know, your widgets, like things like that. So you have to be a little careful with this one because, yes, data is not erased. Because that's like the biggest thing. Anytime I had to do reset all settings instead of doing erase all content and settings, my biggest, their biggest thing was, are you going to lose my contacts? Like, no, you have iCloud. You have that on. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's where they're going. So make sure that you understand that resetting all settings compared to reset all content and settings is different, but it could address issues that your when your phone is not working correctly what you customized. Yep. And so my last one is to detect and block spam iPhone calls. Now this is a use to silence the unknown callers to help you ignore those annoying spam calls. Um, this is a pretty neat feature. Sometimes, even though you may have people in your contacts, for some reason, I'm still exploring why that may be, they may come up as unknown. But so they're the only ones you have to watch with this particular feature. But this will help uh, you block spam calls. Now, any calls from unknown numbers will be silenced and sent to the iPhone voicemail as well as appearing in your recent call list. So you'll still have a log of who called. And if they do, if it is a valid um, caller and they leave a voicemail, you'll still have access to it. But it's going to reduce the number of rings and move them automatically to voicemails. Pretty cool feature. So, Good tip. And, and it, it, that's something with, um, because, you know, you keep, I keep uh, getting on the do not call list, but it seems like every time I do that, I get more calls. So, and that's everybody that works. <laughs> there is nothing you could do about it. Uh, to you know, you filter them out. That's the best thing you could do. Uh, also, you can block people. You can tell the e you could do this for email, text messaging. You could block that number so you don't get anything anymore. Best that's the best thing you could possibly do. And you're gonna have to keep doing it over and over and over. You should see my block list of yeah. phone numbers. It's crazy. Well, that's all of our tips and tricks today from us uh, regarding an iPhone usage. We hope we got you some value out of that today. You know, we are at 94 episodes. We're getting close, man. Six away from the big 100 episode. But make sure you check out all of our YouTube stuff again. We really would appreciate any feedback you have to give to us. I love the comments every time that people leave a great uh, word like on Apple numbers. I showed you the screenshot of how yeah. appreciative someone was of Apple, our Apple numbers video where they felt like they were just didn't want to buy something. We stopped her from paying for something which or, or going to Google. Uh, so that means something to us. And we do appreciate you guys listening to every single week. We love every single one of you. Make sure you download episodes all the time. And we will be back here in two weeks. So until then, we love every single one of you. See you later.